Hey, y'all, we're back. I wanted to talk about this gun for a little while because it's always made me interested in them. Uh, my gun of choice back in years ago happened to have been a 12-gauge. And, uh, well, I gradually made it to a 45 and been that way ever since. But anyway, the Winchester Model 1897 the Trench Broom, as it was known as, um, it was also known as the uh, M97 the Model 97, or the trench gun. It's a pump-action shotgun with an external hammer and a tube magazine manufactured by the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. The Model 97 was uh, an evolution in the Winchester Model 1893 design by John Browning. From 1897 to 1957, over one million of these shotguns were produced. The Model 1897 was offered in numerous barrel lengths and grades, chambered in 12 and 16 gauge, and a solid frame or takedown version. The 16 gun, uh, gauge guns had a standard barrel length of 28 inches, while the 12 gauge guns were finished in a 30 inch barrel length. Special length barrels could be ordered in lengths as short as 20 inches, and as long as 36. Well, since the, t uh, since the time the Model 1897 was first manufactured, it's been issued to American soldiers, police departments, and hunters. The Winchester Model 1897 was designed by American firearms inventor John Moses Browning, as we said. The uh, Model 1897 was first listed for sale in the November 1897 Winchester catalog as a 12-gauge solid frame. The 12-gauge takedown was added in October of 1898 and the 16-gauge takedown in February of 1900. Originally produced as a tougher, stronger, and more improved version of the Winchester Model 1893, itself an improvement on the early Spencer uh, pump gun. Uh, the 1897 was identical to its forerunner except that the receiver was thicker and allowed for use of smokeless powder shells which were not common at the time. The 1897 introduced a takedown design where the barrel could be taken off a standard uh, in-pump shotguns uh, made today, like the uh, 870 Remington and the Mossberg 500s. Over time, the Model 97 came, uh, became the most popular shotgun in the American market and established a standard of performance by which other kinds and makes of shotguns were judged. That's including the most expensive imported ones. The Winchester Model 1897, like I said, was produced from 1897 to 1957. And uh, it was in its time, in that time frame, that the modern hammerless designs became common, like the Winchester Model 1912 and the Remington 870. That's a fine gun in itself. The uh, Model 1897 was superseded by the Winchester Model 1912, and, however, the gun can still be found today in regular use. They made some improvements in 18, uh, from the 1893. While designing the new model 1897, many weaknesses presented themselves uh, from the earlier 1893s, and they were taken into account, then remedied. These improvements included the frame was strengthened and made uh, longer to handle the 12-gauge 2 and 3 quarter shells as well as the 2 and 5-inch shell. The top frame was covered so that the ejection of the fired shell was entirely from the side, the right side of the gun. This added a great amount of strength to the frames uh, of the gun, and it allowed the use of the bigger shells without danger of the gun constantly jamming. 
the uh, action uh, could be opened until slightly forward movement of the slide uh, handle, and it would release the action slide lock. In firing, the recoil of the shotgun gave a slight forward motion to the side handle and released the action slide lock, which enabled immediate opening of the action. In the presence of any recoil, the slide handle had to be pushed forward manually in order to release the slide lock. Um, anyway, the movable cartridge guide was placed on the uh, right side of the carrier block to prevent the escape of a shell when the shotgun was turned sideways in the action of loading. The stock was also made longer with a less drop to it. And uh, of these improvements, the slide lock is the one that made the 1897 into a safe firearm. This improved slide lock uh, kept the shotgun locked until the actual firing occurred, which prevented it from jamming in the case of a misfire. The slide lock stands in such a relation to the body of the firing pin as it will prevent the firing pin reaching the primer until the pin has moved forward with sufficient distance to ensure locking of the breech bolt. This prevents the action sleeve from being retracted by hand of the gunner until after the firing and hence rendering the firearm more safe. Now we'll get to a little bit in just a little bit about how you could rapid fire these things, pump firing they called it, and uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. The, Reg uh, the Winchester Model 1897 and the Winchester Model 1893 were bo both designed by the same person, John Browning. The Model 1897 is an external hammer shotgun lacking a trigger disconnector which means that the user can hold the trigger down while cycling the shotgun, and once the action is returned to battery, it'll fire. That's what we were just talking about. Just hold the trigger back and let it rip. Anyway, the firearm itself is classified as a slide-action pump shotgun. It was the first truly successful pump-action shotgun produced. Throughout the time period, the Model 1897 was in production over a million of the type were produced in various grades and barrel lengths. 16-gauge guns had a standard barrel length of 28 inches, while the 12-gauge were furnished with 30-inch barrels. Special barrels could be ordered as short as 20 and as long as 36. Along with various grades and, and barrel lengths, the Model 1897 came in two different chamberings. One was the 12 and the other was the 16-gauge. The shells could be anywhere from 2 and 3 quarters to 2 and 5 eighths in inches in each model. Any shells larger are not recommended. An average model 1897 can hold six shells. And uh, when working the action in the, uh, the model 1897, the foregrip is pulled back, forcing the breech bolt to the rear, which extracts the then and then ejects the shell while sim simultaneously cocking the exter external hammer by pushing it to the rear. When the, foreign, uh, force the slide is slid forward, the breech bolt pushes the fresh shell into the gun's chamber and locks it into place. There's a Chinese company named Norinco, which has uh, made an effort to reproduce this firearm. The Norinco 97 is an almost exact copy of the Winchester 1897, produced in both trench and riot grades, uh, yet lacking the fit and finish of the originals. When the Model 1897 was introduced, the price depended on what grade was being purchased and what features were being added to that specific shotgun. Uh, to purchase a plain finished shotgun would cost the buyer about 25 bucks. 
whereas an engraved receiver and checkered and finer wood included would cost you up about $100. The more expensive grades of the Model 1897 were the standard trap, pigeon, or tournament grades. These were the grades that were normally equipped with an engraved receiver and a checkered finer wood. Uh, the less expensive and plainer grades were the brush, brush takedown, riot, and trench. These grades were not given the higher value wood or special designs. This is because these guns were designed and built for hard abuse. These grades stood uh, a higher chance of being badly damaged. Uh, there was no need to put extra money into them for appearance purposes. As the functions were performed with these grades uh, required them to be lightweight. It was not beneficial to use heavy and expensive wood in des in when designing them. Most often when these grades were purchased, they were purchased in high numbers. By designing these grades with standard wood and finish, it, would, it kept the prices down. So they were uh, also sold in German catalogs for prices comparable to luxury double-barrel shotguns. Out of military use was issued the Model 1897 American soldiers uh, during the Philippine-American War of 1899. This first major use of uh, issued shotguns by the United States military involved 200 weapons procured and sent to the Philippines in 1900. They were employed in countering the Moro tribesmen who engaged the Americans in close quarter combat using knives and swords. During the punitive expedition in Mexico, some U.S. soldiers were also equipped with M97s. Already popular uh, before World War I, sales of the Model 1897 picked up after the war broke out. This was because many were produced to meet the demands of the military. When the United States entered World War I, there was a need uh, for more service weapons to be issued to the troops. It became clear to the United States just how brutal trench warfare was and how great the need for a large amount of these close-range uh, firepower was while fighting in the trenches after they observed this war for the first three years. The Model 1897 trench grade was an evolution in this idea. The pre-existing Winchester Model 90 1897 was modified by adding a perforated steel heat shield over the barrel which kept the soldier's hands off a hot barrel and an adapter with a bayonet lug for affixing an M1917 bayonet. This model was ideal for close combat and was uh, efficient in the trench warfare due to its 20-inch barrel. And uh, they <laughs> the double-hot buckshot ammunition was issued to, uh, to the trench grade during the war. Each round of this ammunition contained nine double-hot 33-caliber buckshot pellets. This gave considerable firepower to the individual soldier by uh, each round that was fired. This shorter barrel and large amount of firepower is what made this grade ideal for trench warfare. It's been said that the American soldiers who were skilled at trap shooting were armed with these shotguns and stationed where they could fire at enemy hand grenades in midair. Unlike modern pump-action shotguns, the Winchester Model 1897, now there's versions which were type classified as Model 97 or M97 for short, well they were fired each time the action closed with the trigger to press. This is, it lacks a trigger disconnector. Coupled with its five-shot capacity, made it a highly effective for close combat, such as uh, such that troops referred to it as the trench sweeper or trench broom. 
This characteristic allowed the troops to fire a whole magazine with great speed. The Model 1897 was so effective and feared that the German government protested, well, in vain, to have it outlawed in combat. The Model 1897 was used again in World War II by the United States Army and the Marines, where it was used alongside a similarly militarized version of the hammerless Model 1912. Some were still in use during uh, the Korean War and the Vietnam War. Other military uses of the shotgun included the uh, execution of security interior guard operations, uh, rear area security operations, guarding prisoners of war, raids, ambushes, military operations in urban terrain, and selected special operations. Despite protesting them, the Germans did not listen to Ludendorff and decided to use unofficially adopt the uh, 1897 for their own use with modifications and named it the Trench Mauser and uh, mainly placed them uh, with stormtroopers. Now, World War I, the Germans protested. Although the Model 1897 was popular with American troops in World War I, the Germans soon began to protest its use in combat. On 19th of September 18, 1918, the German government issued a diplomatic protest against the Americans using shotguns and alleging that the shotgun was prohibited by law of war. As part of German protest, it read that it is especially forbidden to employ arms, projections, materials calculated to cause unnecessary suffering, as defined in the 1907 Hague Convention on Land Warfare. Now, wait a minute, weren't these clowns the ones that were using that mustard gas and shit. You know, anyway, that's just me. This is the only uh, known occasion for which the legality of actual combat use of a shotgun was ever raised. Now, however, the United States interpreted its use of the shotgun differently than Germany did. The Judge Advocate General of the Army, Secretary of State Robert Lansing, carefully considered the uh, review of the applicable law and promptly rejected the German protest. France and Britain had double-barrel shotguns available for use as trench warfare weapons during World War I. However, unable to obtain high-powered ammunition and judging reload speed too close and too slow for close combat, these countries didn't feel them. So we did. Now, the German response to the rejection of their protests greatly upset the German forces because they believed they were treated unjustly in the war. Uh, shortly after the protest was rejected, the German issued the threats that it would punish all captured American soldiers that were found to be armed with a shotgun. This led to the United States entering, issuing a retaliation threat stating that any measures unjustly taken against captured American soldiers would lead to reprisals by the United States on captured German soldiers who wielded flamethrowers and serrated bayonets. Now, that sounds interesting, doesn't it? Anyway... For other uses, after the war, a shorter barrel version of the Model 1897 was marketed by Winchester as a riot gun. Messengers uh, of the American Express Company were armed with this weapon and were uh, various police departments also throughout the U.S. The differences between the riot version and the trench version were that the riot version lacked the heat shield and bayonet lug. And the trench guns were equipped with a sling swivels, whereas most riot guns were not. That's a neat gun, by the way. I always liked mine, still do. Anyway, if you got any bitches, gripes, or complaints, you just uh, or just want to know something, just send me an email at gunsmoke at yahoo.com. 
S-G-U-N-S-M, smoke, all lowercase, at yahoo.com. Until next time, I'll see you soon.